Hold on to your hats, the countdown to the biggest wellness event of the year is on. Join our side August 15 and 16 in Melbourne for not one, but two days of Powerhouse Wellness, featuring 11 of Australia's most inspiring, entertaining, educating, fermentating speakers. Damo, what is fermentating? MP, I'll tell you at the summit. Your favourite wellness couch speakers are joined by special guest Nat Kringudis on all things hormones and female health. Join the Up For A Chat girls, the wellness guys, the natural nutritionist Steph Lowe, Kale Brock, Quirky Cookings, Joe Witt, Marcus Pierce, and the rest of your favourite wellness couch podcasters. Regular and VIP tickets are still available, but hurry before this summit is sold out. For tickets, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. The Wellness Summit is proudly brought to you by Well and You. Be someone that makes you happy. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Abnormal Psychologist, the show that shares everyday insights into getting the best out of your mind, body, and lifestyle. Now please welcome your host, The Abnormal Psychologist herself, Carrie Thompson-Casey. Hello and how are you going? Welcome to another episode of The Abnormal Psychologist with me, your host, Carrie Thompson-Casey, the show where we are giving you the how-to to get the best out of you. And today we are talking to Nat, who is a beauty therapist with 25 years experience. And she's going to share her story as well as share with us some insights into women and their perception of beauty. So welcome, Nat. Thanks, Carrie. So, Nat, tell us, how did you enter the world of beauty therapy? Well, actually, it was a little bit through default. It wasn't something that I was always thinking I must do or I want to be. And I um, had a lovely lady that was our local beauty therapist, and I'd been visiting her since my mum dragged me there. And um, she offered me a part-time job when I was around 18 years old, and I started and I thought, wow, this is definitely something I want to invest. So... Put myself in a car and drove to Brisbane, studied beauty therapy at the College of Natural Medicine and Beauty at Fortitude Valley, did my associate diploma in beauty therapy, loved living in the city, thought, well, this is it for me, and then got this phone call from Louise, my first lady that offered me the job, and she said, will you come home and work? And I thought, well, maybe I will. And so here I am 25 years later. So that's a long good career in beauty therapy have you always worked for someone else or what was your pathway so look I actually you know as life's give us different trails and I, I didn't really know what I was going to do as far as owning my own business and things I was 19 and felt that it was time to go see the world and I was coming home to Moree to work gather some experience in the in the profession and travel overseas but the world had a different journey for me and Louise offered me the uh, salon when I was 20 years old and so I went, spoke to my mum and dad who have been an amazing influence and guidance in my life and we decided why not and so um, now I've owned the um, Beauty Matters as it is called now for nearly 23 years Carrie. That's an epic 20 years, 20 years old and you took on your own business. What was that like? Um, it, it was, it was scary. So I think to first, the first feeling was, am I capable? Am I able to do this? And I think the thing about making any life decisions like that is to be able to speak to people that you trust and that 
can guide you and and give you the belief that you might be lacking at the particular time and so once again my parents are a great influence and a wonderful support and also Moree as a community which is where um, you know I was educated and also had a good work ethic I'd always worked in you know cafes or restaurants and waitressing so I was never frightened of hard work I knew I was good at what I did I was passionate and so yeah I might have been a bit green and a bit young but with you know just with the excitement and the passion and the enthusiasm I just thought right I've got nothing to lose so I've been very fortunate. Okay so tell us about the beauty industry Um, I guess it's probably quite a privileged position being a beauty therapist a bit like we hear about hairdressers that you are often in this front line hearing people's stories so a lot of people think that a lot of it is massaging and bikini waxing so tell us give us a bit of a summary what's it like to be a beauty therapist and the stories you hear and the things you experience well it is it is everything really um you know, I never disservice anything that our industry has to offer. People are now specialising in, in different areas of our industry and so there is a real growth. If I had no idea when I was studying to be a beauty therapist 25 years ago that the industry was going to take the journey that it has taken and I've just felt so lucky to be able to be on that vessel and taking that journey too because, you know, we've seen so much the wellness – industry has just flourished extremely we've also seen such amazing technical advances in our industry as well so we're we're able to remove hair permanently oh my god you know that that is like uh creating the wheel for a lot of people it's a big thing and um and then also just the developments in very strong life-changing skin treatments and when I say life-changing I know that sounds a bit heavy but it really is because a lot of the time you know we're suffering you know, we have clients walking in that are suffering from very low self-esteem with appearance issues and dealing with things like acne or if we go back to you know facial hair or um, lots of different issues and you know to have that journey with them when they come in with that low self-esteem and to be able to offer really amazing transformations for these clients and these people, it's exciting because going back to the question you were asking, what is it like on the inside? It is sort of like a little cocoon that we have because it's a safe haven. You know, people come in and particularly if you've developed that relationship as is a very very important part of anyone that works at Beauty Matters and I think in the industry as a beauty therapist you need to be able to have that integrity to be able to connect with your client and make sure that you're there for their best interests. So of course we do travel through their life journeys, the weddings, the divorces, the highs and the lows and that that's a privilege actually and it's an excitement of the industry that you know I feel like clients is such a technical word because they're my friends most of the time I've you know really do forge a relationship with them and I think that's what the um that's why I never get sick of the industry because you're continually doing so much more but you're also you're making amazing lifetime friends a lot of the time so hmm and I guess a lot of women and men but women who come to see you I mean they're really in quite a vulnerable position you know (laughs) you know legs akimbo getting a bikini wax or um different things you know I guess women are sharing with you their most vulnerable 
um, state of mind or their state, their, of, body, yeah, yeah. state of body and their concerns about um, uh, you know thing, hairs going astray and and yeah. So what do you think um, you like in, in terms of that vulnerability? How do you how do you manage that when someone comes in and they're obviously extremely nervous about dropping their ducks to get a bikini wax? Yeah. You know, how do you manage that? Look, um, the thing is that, number one, you need to make sure that that client realises that every human being is going to be the same and that it's okay. Like for us, I often say, you know, like there's hair that has to be removed and it doesn't matter whether it's legs, arms, bikinis, wherever, it's just hair and it needs to go. And so, But I think if you're comfortable you make that environment comfortable for them and you just keep reassuring them. And that's what, like I said, you know, you, as long as you are always professional and you're confident, that that actually rubs off on them and they become quite relaxed and comfortable as well. Like learning anything or like starting any new job or like, you know, starting any new journey, it's all about being familiar. And so for everyone out there, you know, whatever procedure you're thinking about having or wanting, it's walking in the door, finding a place that is going to make you feel comfortable, make sure is professional. And then once you've been in once, it becomes your backyard as well or your your lounge room more probably and you become very comfortable. So it's only really that first visit or that first couple of visits. And it's also, like I said, trying to find someone that you can revisit as well, like getting that relationship. It's like we were talking about hairdressers earlier and doctors and things like that. You, you need that you know sense of being familiar in your environment and in the person that you're looking after and and that's something that makes my job like that's something I enjoy I strive to make sure that that person becomes comfortable and and it's it's nice when you achieve that and I think that really does make a difference speaking from personal experience (laughs) when you're feeling a little vulnerable at the beautician oh sorry beauty therapist um that um it is about how that person is comfortable with within themselves and they're very comfortable with the procedure and and the, and you're thinking okay it's all right I'm going to, I'm in safe hands um and certainly that makes it a, a much easier experience um what about some of the more challenging work that you do what would be one of the hardest things you have to do as a beauty therapist um for me it actually isn't a particular procedure it's um outcome it's it doesn't matter whether it is a manicure or whether we're dealing with acne and doing acne treatments or we're doing IPL treatments the more technical side of things um it's about being able to create a realistic expectation for my client and being able to meet it and so that to me is the most important thing um really like I said there's as a a challenge it would be just customer satisfaction I know that sounds corny but that's what it is like all our jobs within our industry and that's another thing I love about it Carrie is the diversity like you know I might um, start the day you know waxing and I'll finish the day cosmetic tattooing which is something I always I also do and and it's just that diversity and like I said you know sometimes people will say you know, because I do a lot of skin treatments probably more than anything else in my cosmetic tattooing and I'll, I might be in doing an eyebrow wax or something and they'll be like, 
you know, you must find this really boring. I said, absolutely not. Why I love my industry and my job and our business is because of the diversity. I I love the fact that I can go in there and help shape someone's eyebrows and it takes me 10 minutes. And then I love the fact that I can come in and make a program that's really going to work for someone's acne or a program that's really going to boost, you know, a lady that isn't happy with the process of the ageing Um, process and she wants changes and I'm really glad that my industry supports me and I'm able to support them and we we get great results and that it's almost like a drug I love it that's my satisfaction of my desire to go to work is to know that I'm going to have great outcomes for people and I guess it's almost like an artwork too um, like doing um, a family's um, makeup for a wedding and you know having the bride see herself transformed into the bride with her makeup so is that what you mean by some of the outcomes too is that that and and I don't mean superficially here just either it's that confidence that comes with having that transformation sometimes Um, and even though you know I'm sure people are thinking maybe oh it's just skin deep but I think it does it does transform you when you're feeling good and you know you're having a cute day and you're having a good hair day and a good skin day you know it, it does feel really good but sometimes we might need a little bit of touch-up paint (laughs) to help us out. So what do you say to people when they want to have a little bit of a transformation? They're feeling a bit low and um, not having such a good hair day. What would you suggest they do? So the thing is that our industry can be really overwhelming. I'm in it and have been for 25 years and sometimes scratch my head to say, you know, am I going to turn left or right on this decision? And, you know, and then we've got all the marketing and the advertising and everything out of saying this is going to, you know, change your life and do everything. And I think the point is, is small things can make big changes and so you've just got to start you know yes you know good skin can come within good a good skin day to a bad skin day can happen within three to four hours and so the thing is if you're feeling a bit average you know like when you get up in the morning take give yourself that extra 10 minutes you know like um you know I'm talking a little bit more technical like of your own beauty regime at home now but if you know an exfoliation on your skin while you're in the shower make sure if you've got a scrub or an exfoliation guys and girls out there keep it in the shower because you're more likely to grab it and you know like so straight away you know like by making your skin feel soft and brighter when you get out of the shower is going to make you feel better as well and it's also making sure that you know probably more focused at women put a bit of mascara on put a uh, nice lipstick on and have a great bb cream to go with which is just the quickest easiest pickup if you have lipstick mascara and a little something evening out your complexion it's amazing what that can do before you leave the house but on a more serious note that we're talking about with um you know self-esteem and you know superficialness from the beauty industry you know it's so important to be working from you know the inside out and that can never be discredited I get a lot of young um teens coming in their mums I've looked after for many years and they'll bring their daughters or their sons in and um you know and I'll always give them the talk about internal health and what's going on with our bodies and how the skin is you know mapped and joined together with the rest of our body and that you need to be aware of internal health and make sure that you you know you're keeping that choice between water and soft drink and you know you're doing the right thing and having your water and making sure that you you're nourishing your body internally and of course we're going to feel so much better outside 
But don't discredit that sometimes growing up, it doesn't matter how good and everything else lines up, you're going to get bad skin. That just happens sometimes. But the other thing is to also talking about inside out it it is trying to work on your insides as well and on your mind and having that little time to say you know what I am okay you know like yes we've got these magazines and Hollywood and them throwing faces at us all the time with no wrinkles and big cheeks and beautiful bums and everything else like that and that isn't the real world and we need to remember that and it's okay we are all normal you know what I say to people actually this is really interesting because you know we're talking about how you know it's awkward to strip off in front of people and I get that a lot particularly if we're doing spray tans and things like that they're standing there feeling very vulnerable and you know they're like oh you know I'm not happy with this and I'm not happy with that I'm so sorry I'm undressing in front of you and I say to people listen I swear everyone is normal we people that have you know dimples and bumps and lumps and things we're all the normal ones the only people that stand out to me when I'm doing that sort of work is the perfect ones because they're the non-normal ones because normal is imperfection and we all have it and so we all have our issues and I mean we all want to be what like they look like but it's not you know realistic and it doesn't happen and like I said so I'd say you know I probably in my 25 years probably seriously only come across half a dozen of these perfect people and I can't tell you how many thousands of people I see so I'm talking like one in 10,000 you know I would gauge as perfect which is very rare you know so we're all perfect just the way we are and normal is being not perfect. I love that, Nat. I think that's really, really nice to know. Next time I, I head off for a spray tan, I have to say it's a bit of a been been a long time between tans. Actually, I'm just noticing how white my legs are today in the winter. Um, so that's a really, really interesting take on that we for people to keep in mind that that often the very small percentage of people that we see plastered in magazines and on TVs are those that percentage. And a lot of them, you know, um, work really, really, really hard and have access to resources to assist that process of, of putting up the smoke and mirrors to make them look perfect. Um, so I'm, I'm curious then, you know, you sound, you just, I'm loved, loving talking to you and hearing all the behind the scenes, but let me hear from you. What have you learned about other people, women especially, around the concept of beauty um, while working as a beauty therapist? What have you learned about others? Well, in general, I've worked majority, even though men, you're very welcome and the industry is really growing for men and we love seeing that and um, the doors are open and it's also becoming the new normal for you guys to want to come in and have you know, issues dealt with and also just feel better about yourself and your skin. But with answering that question, most of my experience has been with women and what I've learned, well, I've learned everything. (laughs) You learn so much and you never forget or stop learning, but um, is that we're the hardest on ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. Like I'll have someone come in and, you know, I'll look at them and, you know, I think they're doing really well and I think they're looking really well and they'll be like, oh, you know. So we've got to learn to love ourselves a bit more and be a little bit more accepting of who we are and just, 
you know, from someone else looking at, at most of us, we're doing okay. You know, like if you're taking the time to come in and perhaps and, – and do that, please. Like you don't – it doesn't matter what small things you do, but try and do something like come in and have an eyebrow shape or go – not, you know, wherever you're living. Go in, have your eyelashes tinted, have your eyebrows shaped, have a little bit of colour put in your eyebrows and you will look a million dollars. It's this quick little facelift that just brightens, you know, they always say our eyes are to our soul and, you know, it's so true. So you need to focus on your strengths, ladies and gentlemen, but really your eyes – deserve to be able to you know own your face and so seriously those type of little tips are really good but um and I think also in our little cocooned rooms over the years you know I've always said seeing how hard we are all on ourselves it has encouraged me and I try all the time to be nicer to myself occasionally and just say you know what this isn't too bad right now you know and just try and be a little bit nicer to yourselves because you know normal is we all have highs and lows we all have good days we all have skinny days we all have fat days and you know and as women we always want to improve ourselves and I think that's a wonderful thing like whether it is our appearance or whether it is our ability to be a good friend or our ability to be a mother or our ability to be a boss or a co-worker and I just think you know that's a wonderful thing and we just have to remember just to be nice to ourselves while we do it because we all have bad days and if you think someone doesn't have one well that's not true I've learned that we all have bad days and I think that's yeah what I was saying earlier as well is like as a psychologist it's such a privileged position to to you know, also see women and men who are in a vulnerable state. And it, and I think what it's important for the general public to know is that we do very much respect that position and we respect that people are vulnerable when they come in. And our, our very core business is, is to make them feel comfortable about themselves but also help them to realistically achieve outcomes. Um, but I did have to have a giggle when you were talking about realistic outcomes because I do that often where I might go into a beauty therapist or the hairdresser and decide that I should walk out looking like you know I should walk straight onto the pages of um, a magazine and think you know "Mm, I was supposed to look like Jennifer Aniston when I (laughs) yeah no but Carrie I think you do you look gorgeous and that's the whole thing you you've been on the front of a magazine before so don't let (laughs) talk otherwise and that's the thing like I think um you know you are beautiful you could be on the cover of a magazine Thanks, Nat. So Nat's actually just revealed that we do, if you haven't already worked it out, have known each other a very long time. I'm trying to be very professional and give her my show voice. Um, But yes, I was on the cover of a magazine and the makeup was kindly done by Nat. (laughs) So actually, I remember when you did that makeup and I remember looking into the mirror and went, oh my goodness, I look like a goth. But Nat assured me that that makeup would translate very well to photography. And she was indeed expert again, very professional. And she was absolutely right. And in the photo on the magazine, it looked like I had hardly any makeup on at all, which was very, very clever of her. So Nat, what have you learned about yourself through your experiences of working in beauty therapy for 25 years? Um, you know, it's molded who I am. So I'm really appreciative of that. You know, I've always said beauty matters is I have three wonderful children and a fabulous, fabulous husband. But I've always said that beauty matters is my fourth child. And, you know, um, and 
we all know if you're parents what you get out of your children and how much you enjoy seeing them develop and that's how I feel like um, Beauty Matters really has helped develop who I am and the industry like I said to you earlier is just such an exciting industry you know I think the most important things for me is integrity enthusiasm and passion you know I I always try and make sure that I can put big ticks in each of those boxes and I think you know the industry really has helped me with that I also think from being so green when I was 20 and or you know actually the negotiations started when I was 20 and 21 it was actually the day before my 21st birthday I signed the dotted line to become uh you know a business owner and an entrepreneur and you know what this journey has taught me is actually that is like sometimes in life we're too worried about getting to the end like uh the end of or or being able to achieve everything straight away like that you know the achievement of what I want to do is here and I always had these expectations of what I wanted to supply and like I was rushing there to to supply all those expectations straight away and I realized that the journey is actually the life and the fun and like being able to you know live every day and appreciate each moment of you know what's going on in beauty therapy and in my world and I think that's what it's allowed me it's allowed me to slow down and when I'm with that person I'm with that person like I'm not with anyone else and and just put my energy into little you know incidents of the day or of the year or or of my career and and that's where you get the pleasure. That's awesome Nat. So if people want to find you how would they find you? Um, the best bet I think would be um, we're on Facebook so Beauty Matters Maury though because there's how rude someone in England decided to be Beauty Matters as well <laughs> so let's go for Maury Australia and you'll find us there and um, yeah uh, that would probably be the best uh, what else oh I suppose I you know we've got a email Beauty Matters um, bigpond.com that could be another achievable way to get in contact with me awesome okay well I thank you so much for talking with me today Nat I really enjoyed those little pieces of gold about about how we see ourselves and and our concept of beauty and and health and well-being and I've loved having you the tap listener with us so please spread the word and tell your friends to listen or subscribe to tap in iTunes and don't forget to give the show a five-star rating if you liked it for more information about events and programs, please visit CarrieThompsonCasey.com. That's Thompson without a P. And thank you for joining me and see you on the next episode of The Abnormal Psychologist, where we share real people stories and give you real ideas so that you can realize your potential. Take care. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.